0: Hi, this is Shane Gibson's podcast from ClosingBigger.net. I want to talk today about influencer engagement. So the actual topic for this podcast is running profitable B2B influencer engagement programs, officially if you Google it. But what is influencer engagement, A why are influencers important? What is inf- what is an influencer? Well, for me, I would just simply define an influencer is someone who influences the thoughts, opinions, or even culture of a group of people that I want to impact, do business with, or connect with, pretty simply. So they may not even totally impact what someone buys, but they may also impact what someone thinks, how they feel, or what actions they take overall in their business or personal life. So that for me is an influencer. Online when we think of social media it's kind of easy to find these people. They don't always have to be famous or rock star status in their community, but they have the influence and credibility within that community. So I give the example of you start up a business, maybe it's a fitness club in, uh, in Toronto or let's say Seattle. And there in Seattle, you have 500 Twitter followers and 500 Instagram followers uh, and 300 people who are following your Facebook page or, or have liked your Facebook page at this point. Yet you know that in order for your online engagement to be effective, that you really want to reach something more like 100,000 people in this Seattle area for them to see your message. Yet you can't afford to spend the money on that and day in and day out. So how do you do that? Well, the answer is you can build build up your audience. And to build up 100,000 connections within the Seattle area, for instance, might take weeks, months, or even years, depending upon your budget and how effective you are. So that's one way to do it. The other way is instead of worrying about having 100,000 followers on anything, the goal is just to connect with people who influence hundreds of thousands of people. So it's a lot easier to find 10 people in the Seattle area, each with 10,000 connections, followers, or audiences of that size. Build a strong relationship with them in a way that makes them want to follow and share your story within their own tribe or organization or community. Actually, and here's some quick stats here, is in a recent study of over 600 business-to-business marketing professionals, 93% of them stated they considered influencer engagement as an effective strategy to build brand awareness. Seventy-five percent of them actually said it influencer engagement as an effective method for them to generate or drive leads and therefore revenues. So three quarters of them actually saw this as a core tool to drive revenues. So in my opinion, influencer engagement, which is in my opinion, of course just my opinion, is really about building community of leaders is a highly overlooked or misunderstood discipline that can pay dividends for months or even years after you start using this strategy effectively. In fact, one influencer engagement program that Steven Jagger and I ran way back in 2010 when we launched our book, Sociable, literally today is still paying dividends based upon the relationships that we established then through that marketing program. So these are literally relationships you can establish with people people for years in your business if you do it effectively. So over the past few years, I've had a chance to work on a number of influencer engagement programs. I won't list them all, but some of them include major events for brands such as Paladin Security, Make-A-Wish Foundation Strategy, uh, Toyota, uh, various Comic-Cons and festivals, Social Media Week, uh, a Dragon's Den social summit where we brought in some of the actual dragons from Dragon's Den, for those of you who follow the CBC Dragon's Den, uh, some Sales Tribe chats, which I'll talk about a little bit later, and all three of my books, along with my co-authors, The major push for marketing our books was actually through influencer engagement. The great thing about influencer engagement, and I haven't really talked about this, is I truly see it as a guerrilla marketing tactic. Now, guerrilla marketing is defined as achieving conventional goals by unconventional means. Instead of spending a whole bunch of money and a whole bunch of labor in order to get something done, you actually employ creativity, innovation, knowledge, and community to achieve the same results. So in other words, very low budget, high gorilla result type strategy. And so influencer engagement is a hot topic for many organizations, but many that I talk to are still struggling for results from it. In fact, many, many social media or marketing managers or PR team members are having difficulty really quantifying or even lining out for their employers, the people who cut the budgets, that this is even worthwhile doing. And so where most strategies fall short is they fail to identify the right influencers. And even when they do identify them, they fail to develop a relationship with them. Furthermore, for e- for even for those that develop a real relationship with the influencer, very few create a situation where the influencer is compelled to authentically talk about their brand, their organization, or their products and services. And so here's the key, though, and this is, my, this is really important for me, is your goal is not to get them to tweet about your brand or share it on Instagram or write a blog post. Your goal is to turn them these influencers into brand advocates and partners for your organization. So a big part, the people I see who are amazing at affiliate marketing are people who really, really understand the power, true power of influencer relationship building and developing leverage through other people's networks. So something interesting is that study I referred to earlier Uh, on the state of influencer engagement. A study was done just this 2015 by an organization called Agure. And I don't know if I'm saying that correctly, but it's spelled A-U-G-U-R-E. And I'll have a little link to that study um, on ClosingBigger.net along with this podcast. And here's what they studied amongst those B2B um, influencers and those that worked with them cited. So when they interviewed these B2B influencers, here's what they found. What motivates business-to-business influencers, those that influence those key decision makers that you're trying to connect with, is the following. 55% said that what's important to them is to increase their reach and grow their audience. Isn't that interesting? Because if you think about it, is in many t- t- times, a lot of, social media influencer engagement programs or even offline influencer engagement programs have a lot to do with either bribing your influencers with free gifts or or bribing them with cash. But the reality is 55% said actually it's increasing their reach or growing their audience is more important than that. 45% says creating quality content for the audience. Their own audience was vital. So opportunities to provide quality content for their own audience. And let's hang on this for a minute is in the old days, PR was about us pitching journalists about writing things about us. Today, I believe PR is about approaching influencers who have networks and large communities who trust them and convincing them to open the door to give us access access to their audience. And so for them, a big motivation is actually providing great content to their audience. 29% said, you know what, shaping their image if they're going to get involved in your brand is really important. 25% 25% still said perks, discounts, and free samples are great. 24% said earning money. And 22% said live new experiences, trips, events, spiffs, special treatment, and that kind of stuff. What I love about this is is that quality content and increasing their grow and reach costs you nothing but creativity and a little bit of organizational skills. And I'm going to share with you in a moment one of the formulas or processes that I like to use with my clients to help them develop solid influencer engagement programs, which cost them very, very little money, but builds long-term relationships with influencers. So here's a simple but effective project-based or event-based social media influencer strategy, and a lot of these actually concepts could work offline as well. But I've broken that into five key steps, and in fact, um, I'll share with you a couple other brands that do this as well, so you can check them out online. But here's the five key steps to st- solid influencer engagement programs. The first step, typically, which works really well, we see a lot of these all over the web, but they work really well if they're executed properly. So number one, one of my first steps, whether I'm working with Comic-Cons or I'm working with an auditing software company um, or a fleet sales company or you name it, is we're going to identify the top 50 influencers in their space. Okay, so, this is where I build a celebrated list of professionals or influencers. Now, what you do with this makes a difference between whether you look like you're sucking up to them or you're actually producing a nice piece of collateral, um, something that's really important in the marketplace that actually helps the community. And so, for instance, a kite desk is a great example. So, a kite desk is a social CRM plugin. Or, really, a tool that helps salesforce.com be more friendly for your salesforce. And it it engages you in a way that streamlines your process from using Salesforce, but also integrates it with social selling. So, what Kite Desk did, did is they hired a third party. Organization, a media monitoring organization, to evaluate hundreds and hundreds of influential sales professionals online. And through social media monitoring online, looking at their influence, looking at the books they've written, looking at their true reach, they then compiled the top 50 list of influencers. Now, they didn't just publish this on their blog. What they did is they reached out to multiple media agencies and media organizations, publishers, whether it's Huffington Post or Forbes.com or Inc., And they promised an exclusive to the organization that would actually publish this top 50 list. Lo and behold, Forbes steps in. And so this is one of the first steps I would suggest is to build a top 50 list, get some help and really, really do some research to make sure you are developing a list of your top 50 or maybe 20 influencers. And then publish that list. Now, you can either publish it on your own site and promote it through social media, press release, online news outlets, Or partner with a local media outlet or industry magazine that has a whole bunch of credibility in that space. So that's your first step. At least that's the first step that I like to follow. The second step is after you've done this, there's going to be some initial buzz. In many cases, out of this list of 50 influencers... 10 will just not want to have any part of it, maybe, or they're not interested. You'll find that another 20 or 30 will say thank you. But then you're going to have another small group that will really promote it like crazy with you. And these are the people that have put their hand up that said, hey, I want to engage. So this is one thing. So you've already recognized these influencers. So you're promoting them. You're not asking them for anything. Um, and so you've done this. And the next step is collaboratively working with 10 to 20 of them on several online Twitter chats. Um, so you could be Twitter chats. You could also do webinars. We'll talk about webinars a little bit later. But for me, I find Twitter chats can be very powerful still in the business-to-business space. Another great tool to use, of course, well as well, is Blab. Blab is another great platform where you can pull in five to six influencers, and connect with them. So one of the things that I did recently with my sales tribe, and you can look for the hashtag sales tribe on Twitter, is we pulled together 40 sales authors. And these 40 sales authors, just for an hour, we tweeted and answered really 12 questions uh, around the topic of sales effectiveness. And within that one hour period, the 40 of us, along with those people in our tribes and our following, were able to generate over 12 million impressions in a one hour period just on Twitter alone. And the great thing about this is literally all it took was two or three emails to the audience, or the, sorry, to the influencers to agree to do it, set up a series of questions, set a date, uh, one landing page to promote the whole thing that took about five minutes to build. But the result was 12 million online impressions and over 300 different people involved in the dialogue in that one hour period, plus everybody who's watching. So why I share that is that these two things are very simple. Number one, Build a list of influencers and promote it, recognize them. Second, collaboratively work with those ones that are really engaged to actually start doing online chats. The next step, the third step, was to launch and host a webinar series with influencers as participants. So after your series of Twitter chats, which kind of gets things moving and really gets you to see who the real leaders and influencers are within your audience and within those influencer group is again, get these thought leaders. And if you have 10 to 20 people in your space who are influential, take your top five or six, pick a different topic for each and literally do a webinar once every couple of weeks. By doing this, you can build up some real momentum with your audience with these concurrent sessions, plus each of these influencers who influence 1,000, 2,000, 10,000, 100,000 people often will promote the webinar to their audience. This allows you, number one, to capture their email address as webinar participants, uh, but it also just allows you to be associated with the brand of these thought leaders or associating your brand with these thought leaders in the space. Number four, step number four, and this is a, can be another powerful medium, is developing and producing and promoting a white paper or a series of how-to guides with some of your influencers and thought leaders. So this could literally be a five-part guide written by five of the influencers where they each put in just, you know what, two to 300 words of you know great content if they're not willing to sit down and develop the time you know what phone them up record the conversation have someone transcribe it edit it and get them to sign off on it but this whole process literally can just take a couple weeks to pull together a great white paper and then from there once again once the white paper is done promote it through your network of influencers once again Lastly, in the fifth step, which I think is a great step, is another way to reach out: is developing a series of interviews with high-profile clients who are influencers that are using your solutions, or who really just your target market can relate to. So you don't have to do all five of these things; you might just pick one or two. But this five-step process literally has been something that I've seen in the business business space and the consumer space. If you can employ all these strategies through top fifty or top ten lists, Twitter chats webinar series, uh, collaborative white papers, and really, really promoting your most successful clients who are using your solutions, these five steps can really, really help you build a strong influencer engagement program. Now, the the great thing about these, what I like about them is they're simple, they're cost effective to implement, and almost all the tools I've mentioned, with probably the exception of the webinar platform, are going to cost you no money. So to enlist the help of these online thought leaders, start by promoting them helping them and collaborating with them. You'll notice nowhere have I mentioned getting them to do a product review or a demo yet. This is all about building a broad community of thought leaders and influencers first. Now after, it's easy to move them into engaging directly to work more practically proactively with your brand. They may even start promoting you via an affiliate program or depending upon what your business is about, you could even collaborate on products, services or solutions with these influencers, maybe even white labeling your own product to bring it into their marketplace. So those key areas of influencer engagement that we mentioned earlier are also a great reminder when you're approaching interacting with them. So if you can connect your program with the top influencer motivations, you have a good chance of getting a significant number of them on board. So what do I mean by that? So if you've tweeted with them, you've interacted with them, you've got them on their list, they've thanked you, you've begun to connect, maybe even through LinkedIn. When you send that email and you've invited them in to participate in your first Twitter chat or a webinar – think about those influencer motivations. Are you talking about increasing their reach or growing their audience? Are you talking about ways that you can help them create quality content for their audience? Are you talking about how what they're doing is going to shape their image by being associated and partnering with other major influencers? And so, you know, know, and also for sure, get into the perks or the ability to earn money or, you know, for them to live new experiences. But I'd be really, really careful about coming across, especially with real thought leaders um, around spiffs or bribery or the fact they can make some money with you. I would start with that relationship building and the fact that you're going to help them expand their reach and create more value for their audience. And then you're going to find that if you can do this and do it well, that you'll find that influencers begin to knock on your door and see you as actually a thought leader and a center of influence as an organization or an individual. So I know that was a lot to cover today. I know I talked pretty fast too, but uh, I've actually written most of this down, kind of summary of this this podcast, not the whole thing. Uh, You'll find at closingbigger.net along with this podcast. And you'll also find links to the study, uh, as well as actually a sample tweet reach report uh, from the sales tribe chat we did that generated millions and millions of impressions online. So wrapping this up, one of the most important rules in the rules of engagement that Steve Jagger and I put together 5 years ago when we wrote our book Sociable is to, you know it was number 8 and that was to amplify through community. So amplify your social media, your marketing, your sales efforts through community. And you can either do it one by one by building your own tribe, which I'd suggest to do, but in addition to that, You can really accelerate that by leveraging other thought leaders and their tribes. And that's really what influencer engagement is about. It's about building trust, credibility, and relationships with influencers and thought leaders who can share your message and tell your story well beyond your brand or your budget. This is Shane Gibson's podcast from ClosingBigger.net. You can reach me at Shane at ShaneGibson.com. You can tweet me at Shane Gibson, or visit closingbigger.net for notes, links, and resources related to this podcast.